Simple Life Together, Episode 77, Simple Answers to Listener Questions. Hi, and welcome back to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes. And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Well, welcome back to the show. Or should I say, welcome us back to the show. (laughs) It's been a while. (laughs) On the last episode, we talked about simplifying to sell your home or to just get a fresh start. On today's show, we're going to give you a little update on our simplicity journey and answer some questions you asked over on the Simple Life Together Facebook page and the Edit and Forget It Facebook page. You know, we are right in the thick of the holiday season, and many of your questions had to do with simplifying for the holidays and the coming new year. So we'll be sure to hit some tips on that, but hopefully in a way that you'll be able to apply them at any time, not just during the holidays. And as for us, we are still in transition, I guess you'd say, for about another six months moving from Texas up to East Aurora, New York. So we're definitely learning some new simple living lessons, and we'll give you an update on that as well toward the end of the show. So for those of you who just listen in for the tips, you get them, and then you can tune out if you want so you don't have to hear about our trials and tribulations. <laughs> but I did want to hit on something up front because it's something you may be interested in down the road. So on the last episode, we told you we were putting the finishing touches of, on the content portion of Vanessa's Simple Organizing System course. And then uh, uh, at that time, we still had a bunch of uh, launch videos to shoot and uh, finishing up some of the content and so forth. Mm-hmm. Well, that process went really well, and the course material turned out great. And once again, it validated that whole process. Right. So we had a small launch, um, really just folks on the Simple Life Together email list, and they were able to invite a friend if they wanted. Well, that launch went well. And uh, Vanessa held the course for a small group, and now we're really trying to simplify it even more, kind of boiling it down to just the essence of the process and uh, deciding exactly where we want the course to live, too. Uh, We're just not happy with any of the platforms that we've tried for hosting the course. And they're really too expensive, Mm -hmm. and they seem clunky, and uh, we're just considering making the course and... Uh, uh, quote, in your inbox course, so people don't have to log into an outside website and remember another login. And, um, you know, once they're there, hope the site isn't slow, etc. So I think people are just kind of comfortable in their inbox. And they go there every day, and it would lower the cost of the course dramatically. So um, I'm working hard on that uh, to bring Vanessa's amazing system to more people in a simpler way. So if you want to be in the loop with uh, Vanessa's course, The Simple Organizing System, you can sign up for updates at getorganizedsos.com. That's great. Well, okay, so let's get to your questions. And we're going to just wing this. There yeah. are a ton of questions, so we're just going to to wing it. Um, I think someone even said, "Don't just, just go with it. Don't even worry about it. Don't be a perfectionist. Right. Just, just go with it. So... That is what we're going to do. Well, what I did do, though, is, is I, I copied the questions over from Facebook. So I grouped them into, like, simplifying for the holidays, and then we're going to go into uh, some more, like, New Year's goals, resolutions, things like that, and oh. what we've been up to and so on. So that's cool. how they're kind of grouped. So we're going to start out with simplifying the holidays. And the first question is, Tips on storing your Christmas decorations and paraphernalia for the next year. So, <laughs> Okay, I'm sure that's probably in my boat here. Um, well, when it comes to Christmas, um, before you start to store anything, you know what I'm going to tell you is edit first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think every year I edit some decorations, the Christmas tree decorations, the other stuff that hangs up around the house, and even outside. 
if it's old and um, and if it's not of super sentimental value or anything like that, uh, I, I let it go. I, I usually donate my stuff, or if it's um, not usable anymore, I just throw it away. But um, that's the first thing I have you do is I, I think you really just need to edit and look at it. And uh, and then as far as storing decorations, you know, I tell you what, Dan and I don't get real fancy with our decorations except for some of the ornaments. And it's just basic stuff where if you're going to store it, try to put, you know, um, heavier, thicker, uh, durable things on a bottom. And as you build up on a, in a box, you can put lighter, more fragile items on top. And, and there's all kinds of fancy products out there um, that you can get, like the green and red um, wreath um, uh, what are they called? Covers yes. um, yeah. and different boxes. And you can do that if you're a visual person and that helps you to see what you have right away. That's cool. We actually have a couple bins that we got on sale <laughs> um, for just our Christmas decorations, and that was cool. But uh, um, don't you don't have to get fancy with it. And honestly, we just get the durable trash bags, those contractor-grade trash bags to wrap our wreaths in. And then we just tie like a Christmas ribbon around the top so then you keep the dust and things out of it. And then we just store our stuff up in the attic. Now, if you have very um, nice, valuable, and even maybe old sentimental ornaments, I um, for example, I have a client who has some handmade ornaments that his father and his uh, grandmother made. Uh, and what we're doing is we're putting those into archival storage boxes uh, just because they are um, they're made with silk and things like that. And so for delicate items, uh, go ahead and take the extra step to get really high quality uh, boxes. And you get that at the container store or um, just look up museum uh, archival quality boxes and you're sure to find a what place. Are the, what are the ones that you have for our ornaments? Oh, I tell you, just very inexpensive. I think I'm at Walmart or Target. They're just a clear box with a red uh, top on it, but they have little dividers in there. Just, yeah. just some cardboard dividers. And I'm able to separate the different ornaments that I can actually kind of fold them to where I can have larger ornaments in there. That's all I use so for bubble wrap. Like all of our Christmas stuff, it fits in like maybe three boxes. For then, Christmas ornaments, for Christmas tree ornaments, yeah. I have, there is one box just for decorations, just a little, or the ornaments. Then we have foliage that we put on the tree. That That's bulky item. It takes up a large box. And then we have garland and a few wreaths that kind of take up other space. Yeah. Honestly, it's kind of frustrating to us because it's, it's not a lot of Christmas decorations that we but have. It's bulky. It's yeah. just it's bulky, so it does take up space, and we have them in plastic bins. Right. So okay, um, I'm, I'm not really, you know what? Like I said, I'm not super fancy uh, when it comes to the Christmas decorations. Really, just kind of use your best judgment. You had clients that have had entire rooms dedicated for Christmas storage. Remember that one? It was huge. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. If it's your thing, that's I, that's I get it. it. But then if it's if it gets to a point where it's frustrating, we'll get to that a little bit later, right. I think. Um, All right, so address it. next one. How about ways to simplify the gift-giving madness that overtakes us at this time of the year and the idea of giving experiences instead of things? I think it's a brilliant idea. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I, I love uh, this. <laughs> I know we've talked a few times about, um, uh, well, some, some of the gift-giving things that we do. We, we do tend to give gift cards to some of the kids so they can get the things that they want. Right. And, it, you know, it's especially when we're giving them to somebody else who's not really bought into our lifestyle. We want to we wanna give gifts that people will use, but, um, but sometimes we just give more experience stuff. You know, like for, mm-hmm. my, for my birthday, what did, what did you get for me? You gave me that, my float. Yes, yes. oh, yes. Right. Getting him a, um, he's going to go in a float tank. 
Yeah. And it's going to be a little getaway for just the two of us because we hardly ever go on just getaways for <laughs> just us. I know. So, yeah, a float tank experience, one hour float tank experience. Yeah. So, so massage gift certificates, things like that. Yeah. And it's, it is different for kids. And, and you know, you want to give a gift that other people want to receive, not just one that you want to give. And so I guess it's finding that that equilibrium there. You know, I was talking to a lady actually at a restaurant. We go to my mastermind meets every Thursday, and we go to the same restaurant. And the the cashier always is the same woman. She's just there every every Thursday. Anyway, she says my my Christmas is easy. I just give gift cards to everybody. Now, I think that's great. That's simple for her. And you know what? That's I think it's all about what's easiest for you. Now. Just because you're on a simplifying journey doesn't mean the rest of your family is on a simplifying journey too, um, and so just be just be aware of that. Yeah. Um, you know, Dan and I are very aware that we can't push our ways on somebody else. If they do want a gift and you and you want to give them something and you know what they want, go ahead and get something for them. But um, but if you're looking at different ideas, I think restaurants are a great idea. Experiences, uh, maybe tickets to um, the IMAX. You know, heck, yeah. Star Wars would have been a great. Um, <laughs> Uh, great gift to give. There's a new one? I know. <laughs> okay, here's what's crazy. Dan has never watched Star Wars, ever. None of the That's movies. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't no. need that kind of We're not going to get into it? Uh-oh, sorry, <laughs> no, I just brought it out. It's all so, good. But another gift is, um, like, for example, Sunshine, um, her grandparents, my parents got her horseback riding experience yeah. out here in the hill country in Texas, and it was amazing. Yeah. So things like that, really are awesome. I definitely think experiences over things is very uh, worthy of a gift. So, yeah. yeah. It is crazy the pressure that people feel. Actually, I think that's that, a little, that comes up a little bit later in yeah, one of the questions, probably. so I'll save that. Okay. So, how to keep the holidays simple. Okay. So, I feel like this is like the Q&A for Vanessa right now because this no, is really yeah. a, um, organizing and simplicity stuff. I tell you what, I actually just gave a talk on this to um, a group of lawyers and judges um, here in San Antonio. And the, the same thing, it's like with your decorations, edit. You know, really, actually, I take it a step further. When I talk about how to simplify the holidays, really, what do you want your holiday experience to be and look like? What's your desired outcome? What is yep. your desired outcome? And really what you need to look at is, what is it that you value the most out of the holiday season? I mean, really get to the core of that. Um, uh, what do you value about being with family? What do you value about the whole real meaning of the holidays, of celebrating family and giving and things like that? Um, and, then, and then the fun stuff. Do you value, do you enjoy baking? Do you enjoy making the meals? Do you enjoy spending time with family? Do you enjoy looking at the Christmas lights? Whatever it is, yeah. you know, think about the things that you like but then also think about what's not working. What, are, what has happened in the past of, for the holidays that stress you out? Is it going over budget? Then focus on that. Is it feeling all this crazy sense of obligation? Well, if that's, if that's causing pressure for you, then take charge of it and start managing expectations for your family and your friends and things like that. So it really starts with what is it that you want out of the holiday season? Well, that ties in with the next question, really. So um, let's kind of combine those because okay. we're staying in the same role. It's how to be present, not perfect for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you talk about experiences, um, just the other day, you and Sunshine got together with Katie, my ex, yeah. right, to, to make, <laughs> to make uh, candy canes. Homemade candy canes. Right. <laughs> and what happened? All I have to say is hashtag homemade 
candy cane fail. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. It was so hard. It looks like it's a simple thing to do, but it, but it was so much fun. And we will never forget right. that. We will never. It wasn't perfect. But we were having an experience. Sunshine sitting over there on, on Vanessa's lap. Yeah. Did you like it? Did you have fun? Did you have fun? Uh-huh, but it was really hard. Was it? <laughs> it was hard. So that's, I mean, that's really, you know, have the fun, have the experiences, and, and not worrying about it being perfect. Yeah, and, uh, you know, yeah. absolutely. Um, now, specifically for me, how I make my holiday simple, because um, the most stressful, stressful part for me is the gift giving. Yeah. But I have a running spreadsheet. <laughs> It's <laughs> going back five or six years now because I got to a point before we started our simplicity journey where I was just so frustrated with the holidays. So uh, anyway, I have a spreadsheet and I have it for each year so I can look back and make sure I don't re-gift something. But we have a budget. Um, we write down a few things and that just keeps me on track. And I even have it color-coded as you know, red, yellow, and green for if it's not ordered or I haven't gotten it. And anyway, if you want more details, you can contact me. I'm just saying. <laughs> I love <laughs> spreadsheets. But that to me, keeps it simple. That spreadsheet keeps me, you know, in my mind, just kind of sane and on track with the holidays. And um, matter of fact, I was done with my Christmas shopping a week or so ago, and everything is wrapped. Just saying. And that feels so good, because now I can focus on the other things I love. Like with Sunshine, we're going to bake, bake goodies, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. So Yeah, so... Um, uh, Actually, the next question, I was talking more about simplifying gift giving, but I think we hit it. And it also hits on um, the Christmas meal or holiday meals. Any tips on simplifying cleanup after the meal? I think this is more in my area. I was saying, you go for that, Dan, because yeah. you are definitely all about the cooking keeping and the, the cooking. Well, I am, I am, as to the extent possible, a one-pot, one-pan cooking dude. Mm-hmm. Right? So uh, if I'm baking something, I always line it with uh, heavy-duty foil. We get the those big rolls of heavy-duty foil at Costco, which is mm-hmm. pretty, pretty much the only big bulk item type thing we get. That's right, yeah. And uh, so uh, I line all my pans so I don't have to do a lot of washing afterwards. Inevitably, sometimes it'll, it'll uh, come through. But um, I do a lot of things on the grill. Not as much that we're in the apartment, but oh. I you know, would love and miss that big green egg, but we go over to my ex's house to... to um, cooking on the big That's green right. egg and do a, a lot of meat and have a lot of leftovers which is good yeah. and uh for the thanksgiving holiday uh last month we were at um, vanessa's mom and dad's house and we uh deep fried two turkeys oh yeah that and they, was delicious and that was a lot of fun i've never deep fried a turkey before you know being from buffalo we deep fried wings and <laughs> and uh but never did did the old uh, turkey deep fry before, and man, it was delicious. Well, you know what I find, especially with the holidays, though, when it comes with uh, the meal prep and the cleanup, is that there's all this pressure. I mean, I remember one time Dan was looking at us like, I don't know why y'all are spending hours and hours and yeah. hours, and then the meal, you know, making the food, and then the meal is done in 20 minutes. I know. And I so I think the last couple of years we just simplified it to just the few basic things, and then we clean as we go. As we're prepping things, we just clean as we go. And if you're not super fancy, there's some really cool Chinette. <laughs> and I'm not pumping any brand, but there's some really nice looking just uh, utensils and plates that you can dispose of um, or recycle even if you're done with it, you know, or the biodegradable stuff. That actually would make cleanup a lot easier. 
or maybe you can work out a deal with the family and say, you know, you prep the meal, they do the cleanup. There you go. That makes it easy. You know, well, and you know how we talk about a lot of planning, the things that are left of the line. So in that continuum of an event, you have the left of the line, which is prep time. Uh-huh. Then you have, you know, the start or the go time. And then you have everything right of the line if there's a, um, uh, you know, a finite period of time you're working within. And with a meal, there certainly is a finite period of time. So there's a lot of things that you can do left of the line, mm-hmm. prep work. So that's what I like to do. Like if I'm home cooking during the day, you know, for a, a, a big event, I get a lot of things done left of the line. Right, right. And then, and plus, it, I'm not that great at timing everything once it <laughs> once it um, it gets started. So everything I have prepped up to that point yeah. eliminates. Um, a lot of the hassles that could come about with cooking many things at one time. And, you know, honestly, everything, you know, have a plan too. Write out your plan. Um, it could be, as far as you're talking about timing, you know, decide what dishes you want to make, you know, write you do your that. list. You, you set timers, don't you? I do. I set yep. timers and I, I just make sure that um, I put like items together as far as the sides and I go, okay, I know these two can be on the burner. I don't get into crazy detail. It's, it's worked out yeah. in my head, but I'm just, I write down, okay, this has to go in first, this is second, this is you know third and fourth kind of a deal. But I think sometimes we just throw things together, we don't really put a thought into it. Yeah. And really, planning is kind of key. So that whole left of the line thing really helps when it comes to to uh, the, the holiday meals. So Right. Okay, the next one is creative, non-material gift-giving ideas. We talked about experiences, so that's, that's some. Um, audiobooks is great. Oh, that's a good you one. Know? And, uh, and we'll talk about, we have some, somebody asked later what are recent um, audiobooks and stuff that we've been listening to, so I don't want to list them out here, but podcasts mm-hmm. or, um, this is kind of a material one, but remember that uh, that book I did for our summer vacation and I gave that to the, uh, we gave that to the nephews and nieces. So on our big summer vacations uh, with all the cousins and all that stuff, we took a lot of photos mm-hmm. and then we just did those online photo books and sent them those photo books. So that's still a material thing, but it's something that you're capturing the experience, yes. and it's those photo books. Come, they're super thin. If you can pick yeah. the smaller binders and stuff like that, and and they so use them all the time. They refer to them a lot. So I mean, that's just something that's a, kind of a creative gift. And right, um, you know, I, I'm more of the experience thing as far as right. like the restaurants, the theaters. Um, maybe there's a, a concert coming up. If there's a big gift that you want to give to, somebody. or even food gift cards. Yes, or, those are good too. And um, Sunshine and I did a little play date kind of deal with her best buddy. And we made um, like a little holiday. We were we had frosting that we had to make, and we were decorating brownies with it. And I absolutely love the Williams Sonoma uh, food coloring kit that they have. It has the most vibrant colors for <laughs> your cookies or whatever icing you right. want to to make. So it's kind of a consumable. It's a thing. consumable. Yeah. Um, and I thought, you know, because we're making it with her stuff and. Uh, and I was like, hey, have you ever heard of the one? She's like, I've seen it before. I used to have that. And I love it. So I was like, ta-da, that's a gift right there. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's just something different, unique. And it was, you know, relatively inexpensive. Just give that to them and they'll be able to use that, you know, yeah. something that's kind of a practical gift too. Well, let me ask you this. Do you, um, how do you track gifts? Like if somebody gives you a gift idea, do you have any tracking system or do you write down a note or like put it in Evernote or whatever? Do you have anything like that? I do. I have my... Well, okay, so I have my personal wish list <laughs> that yeah. I, I like that I put it down there first because most of the time, half of it, if over half of it gets edited because yeah. it's just something that I want. Impulsive. Impulsive, and then I realize I don't really need that yeah. kind of a deal. Um, and the same thing, is, so I have Todoist. Todoist is the um, app, 
and program that I use with Gmail as well. And I have I can create um, a, a gift list too. Yeah. That's why I keep my ideas. I also have um, f- those are for just general gifts and things. But for Christmas, I have um, ideas. I have an right. idea uh, spreadsheet. Okay. So it's not solidified. It's just I throw things down there. So and that's a Google Doc. Yeah. It's a Google Sheet, so I have access to. And you and that. Joel Zaslowski are spreadsheet. I know. <laughs> yeah. So I, know. I, I use. Uh, I really do love the Day One app uh, for journaling and online journaling, and that and uh, it has. You could label different things in there. So, you know, usually for the morning walk, I have my morning musings and all that stuff, but I have little ideas uh, tag and a uh-huh. gift da- tag. And so, because every once in a while, somebody will say something, oh, I'd really love to do this, or I'd really love to have that, or whatever. And yeah. so, but, and, and I don't remember that stuff. It doesn't stick in my memory. Yeah. So I have to put it down somewhere. That's a really interesting app. I think I want to use that program sometime. And that's kind of a non-material gift too. When you think about it, apps. If you you know you can app, uh, gift somebody things to the iTunes Store, Ooh, the App Store, and that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah absolutely. If you have a, an app that um, you know you absolutely love, and you think somebody else would, and you can send them a send them a gift like that way. Yep. All right. So simplifying Christmas preparation. Did we kind of hand, cover that one? Yes, I not, think we did. And not overwhelmed um, with Christmas decorations while still being able to decorate? Yeah. Well, I think, again, it's going to be planning is really... Right. So I, I know on my calendar, um, I, I set a date to do the Christmas decorations, and then I plan a couple different dates for Christmas shopping. That includes online shopping as well, because yeah. it's that takes time. Yeah. And so I think it's just having a plan and actually putting it on your calendar, saying this is what I'm going to do. Because a lot of times what we do is like, oh, we got to do this, and then... You don't really schedule time for that task. And so then you're cut the last minute doing it, and then you find yourself doing it after dinner or whatever, and you're tired and you're worn out and you get frustrated. So I think it all just starts with really having a plan and setting a date. Cool. That would help. Okay, favorite holiday traditions. What are yours? (laughs) Well, uh, my favorite holiday tradition um, well, it used to be (laughs) we, our family used to do Christmas Eve dinner. Uh, we used to do a picnic in the house on the floor. Sounds weird, sounds strange, but we put out a picnic blanket and we would have dinner on Christmas Eve. And um, that was always something that I loved to do. And uh, we still kind of do that um, to an extent. So yeah. it's just kind of like little finger foods and stuff for Christmas Eve dinner. But now that we're getting older, it really hurts. <laughs> it's painful <laughs> on the knees. <laughs> well, well, you know, and we combine that because in my family, we'd have a breakfast for. Christmas Eve yes. at like at, we'd go go to mass and we'd come home and do a big breakfast and all that stuff and then even if we didn't go to like midnight mass or whatever we ended up doing a big breakfast uh, uh, even if we were going to mass the next day or whatever yeah. so we can when you and I got married we kind of combined that having breakfast on the floor yeah. on Christmas Eve so now um, now we won't be able to do that because our latest addition to the family is two dogs oh yeah that's yeah. talk about non simplifying. <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe we'll get to that later if we have some time. I can't believe we're already no, almost I 25 always, minutes in this. I always love driving around looking at Christmas lights, yeah. too. That is an, an awesome... Just, it doesn't matter where we are, where we live. Um, I yeah. love just driving around looking at Christmas decoration and Christmas lights. Yeah. That's something I definitely look forward to. As a matter of fact, we're probably going to go out um, tomorrow night. There's a place that we nickname, uh, I think Candy it's called Can- Candy Cane Lane. Yeah. It's just a couple miles down the road, and... There's like these two or three streets. They're just little cul-de-sacs, and they every single house just decorates, and it's really right. kind of fascinating. So, a couple of things that we've kind of eliminated though from 
traditions are um, we don't we don't really do Christmas cards. We don't really do cards, period. I mean, you and I don't. I mean, we do it for kids or if it's a special event, but you and I never exchange cards. We don't. It seems like so many things are just for the card industry. And if but if if cards are good for you, then then that's great. I mean, and there are some beautiful, beautiful cards out there. Um, with sentiment, but uh, um, and I always appreciate when we get a card. Don't get me I, yeah, wrong; I love when we get one. Um, it's just I don't know. It's just something that I don't know. But we don't think about, and it's we just decide that's just for us. It's we'd rather communicate throughout the year than just that one time right. kind of a deal. But that's us. We are just Dan and I are a lot different in a lot of yeah. ways. But we keep touch with who we need to keep touch with. Right. Um, we keep in touch with people that kind of our way. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just it's just our thing. Now, I, something I find interesting that some people do because of the hustle and bustle with the holidays, and that they feel like they're under pressure to get cards out. Some wait for a few weeks, to, you know, a couple weeks after Christmas, and they send kind of like um, kind of like a Happy New Year type of card, yeah, the wrap up. Um, but just yeah, it's just kind of a you know, so around New Year's or a little bit after they send out a card, just you know, here's a either a year in review or. And you know what? I really like those, too. I like that a lot. I like when I see them either. Some people post messages on Facebook. Some people just send a mass email out. This a year in review. And I think that's a fantastic way to hit everybody and go, yeah. hey, here's what's going on. And you yeah. update. So. I like that, too. Yeah, those are some of my favorite things. At the risk of sounding like I'm on what else Sound we, of Music. What else did we eliminate for? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> what else did we eliminate during the holiday? Um, something else? Dan tried to eliminate the hanging up the Christmas lights on the house, but uh, that lasted one year. One year. One yeah. year. And, that, and that, was, that was reinstituted for me. So this year I just got rid of the house. <laughs> That'll show them. <laughs> so, and I wasn't going to be a nag. You know, like, are you going to put the lights? Yeah. Are you going to put the lights? And he never did. I was like, okay. And I have to say that, that um, you know, my son, my son is older and, and he, has his own, he has his own traditions and stuff with his mom. And that's great. I love that they have, um, you know, we have... They have their thing, we have our thing, and then we have a, a, have things together. You yes. Know? Uh-huh. And uh, one of the things that that uh, I think is very important is regardless of your family situation, you always feel pulled in a couple of different directions. I don't, I don't know anybody who doesn't feel pulled in a different direction. You know, yeah. it's, especially being around the military, it's like, do we go home for the holidays to, you know, do we go to the his house or her her family's house or right. where do you go and there's always that that tension that if you let it bug you it can really ruin the holidays mm-hmm. and i think uh, you know you have to each one of us has to decide individually uh, like you said earlier what is your what's your desired end state for the holidays how do you want it to be uh-huh. and then and then you have to work towards that to the extent possible while balancing your um, obligations to those you love Absolutely. And um, it took us a couple of years to get the right balance, but I think it was just a matter of going, we want to spend time with, you know, like my family and then with, with your family, Dan, especially with your son and, and your ex. It was like we started creating these own, our own traditions, and that has been right. in place for, what, five years now? Yeah. And it's been wonderful. So now everybody knows what to expect, but it's a lot of times it's a little upfront work, managing expectations, but you got to start with what you really want. And trying to maintain that harmony and peace, but you're right, Dan. If you if you don't do anything about it, and if you and maybe if you don't address it, then it'll just fester and it'll just get yeah. worse, and then you you dread it, and that's the last thing that you that's a lot exactly you want or anybody wants. You know, the there, there are things, and, and these are things that we've done in our life that 
um, you know, excuse the French, but uh, we, um, there's a lot of things where I say, if it's not hell yes, it's hell no. <laughs> and, you know, if to, I'm only going to do things that I really, that I'm really committed to, yeah. but there are, and that's not always possible. There are always obligations that you have. Mm-hmm. And then once you face those obligations and, and you, <laughs> you've gotten out everything you wanted to get out of or whatever, <laughs> and you've done the things you want to do and, uh, you have to really decide in your head, okay, I have to go to this place. How am I going to deal with it? How am I going to make mm-hmm. the best of it? And not let that situation fester in your mind. Yeah. So I think that's a that's Any a other big, favorite holiday traditions? Oh, I know. We love we love that we get a visit from Elf on the Shelf every year. <laughs> Which that people? is so much fun. So, we actually get that. And, yeah. And Sunshine, do you like Elf on the Shelf? Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so many people roll their eyes at that whole thing, but boy, especially being in an apartment and not a house and not with a lot of decorations, so Sunshine is really enjoying her it, yes, it has been it has been wonderful and fun. It's just exciting to see our um, our little elf. Her name is Snowflake, and she is she's a little mischievous, um, but she is just so much fun. So we really really enjoy it. That's yeah. a new tradition. Um, I think it's, this is the third year, and we really actually I really do I yeah. really do like that one. So all right. So anyway. what what to tell people when they want a big Christmas list? Oh, I did yeah. say big. Oh, just, well, well, what to tell people when they want a Christmas wish list from you is what I took that question as. Like, oh, okay. Well, I someone's asking you, like, so let me get, what's your, what do you want for Christmas? Okay. That, I took it a different way. Okay. Yeah. Now, if that's the case, um, people can go either way. I, I, don't mind, I don't mind telling people what I like. Because, <laughs> yeah. I, like I said, I have my little list that I have going in my to-do list. <laughs> and I try to keep, you know, I say, well, here's some things that I like, but you know what? Anything would make me happy. And you don't have to give me a thing. Right. The first thing I usually say is, you don't have to give me a thing. And I sincerely mean that. I'm like, no, I really want to get you something. Well, if you really want to, yeah. here's something I was thinking about. And if they roll their eyes, like, that's just too inexpensive, or that's just cheap. Well, then, well, if you don't feel comfortable with that, um, whatever you want to give me, is I'll be happy with. Um, and then I also give an option, if you want to give a gift certificate, too, because you can't decide, that's great. Just the thought of you spending um, your time and your resources on me for the holidays is is good enough, cool. and I sincerely mean it too. Okay. So I don't know. That's how I saw that question. Okay, but that's better than how. Well, I, you know, the other the way I took it was, what if somebody has a really long Christmas wish list? And I said, well, that's not. And I, I think I took it wrong. Now that you've said it the way you said it, mm. but I, I would say, you know, if if one of our kids came to us and had a long list of things that that uh, you know quote expected for Christmas uh-huh. well first of all they wouldn't do that and second of all we would make sure they never did it again <laughs> you know? but uh, uh, but I think both of them are I mean heck sunshine sat on Santa's lap didn't even know what to ask for for Christmas no. she, was she asked for world peace yeah well that was <laughs> that was her grandmother influencing. so alright so uh, one of the things if somebody asked me what I wanted and um it kind of ties in with the next question is what's our favorite things um, for like a thing segment such as favorite pod, podcasts, audiobooks, blogs, and so forth, I, uh, iPhone apps. Uh, one of the things that I would ask for on a wish list would be, hey, if, if you could gift me Audible, um, audible.com audiobooks, I would love that. Yeah. So because um, I do listen to a lot of audiobooks. Yeah. I, um, audiobooks on Audible, on um uh, Overdrive, which is what I've talked about before. It's from our local public library, and your public library may have a different app. 
But um, I absolutely love listening to that stuff. So yeah. I scaled back a little bit on podcasts now, and I'll get into that why in a little bit. But uh, if we have time, my gosh, we're already a half an hour into this. But uh, so some of my favorite podcasts. Let me pull up my uh, – hey, Sunshine, would you go grab my phone? It's over on the – and um, so I will look at that, but I, I already have my uh, Audible pulled up. And I've got my Audible, too. Do you? Okay. Or I guess we share it. Yeah, so. we do. See, that's so, simplifying. That sure is. <laughs> so um, one book that uh, uh, I mentioned actually on the last show was The Pursuit of Perfect by Tal Ben-Shahar. Um, the Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. Great book. Um the one thing I really enjoyed that one by Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. Uh, I always go back to E Myth uh, uh, Revisited by Michael Gerber. And oh, let's see Clarity by Jamie Smart. Flow by Mihai Chuck Sent Mihai. Uh, Fully Alive oh, by I Ken Davis. I wanted to say that name. I was trying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been practicing? Go ahead. No, say it. I actually, I don't think I can. <laughs> Mihai Chuck Sent Mihai. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So those are a few of mine. Now, Vanessa, you've gone through a few books with your mastermind group, haven't you? Uh, no, not necessarily the mastermind, actually. Um, this is, uh, well, there's a couple of books that they did recommend. The one, and one is good, uh, Falling Upward. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good one. Kind of like your second half yes. type of yep. a book. Um, and so that one was really good. That's by Richard Rohr, R-O-H-R, Falling Upward. So again, it's just like how you know you're kind of starting a new new life, new starting over, trying to pursue different um, pursuits or passions type of thing. But uh, so that's a good one. Um, Flow, like Dan said, by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. I really like that just because it's a lot of stuff that you that you've heard or you understand, but it just puts things in perspective for you and different um, examples. I really like that one. one of my favorite books was Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. She's the uh, writer of Eat, Pray, Love. And I really, really enjoyed that book, especially because it was I was listening to it at a time when we were working on the product and I was having a lot of doubts and fears and things like that. And she really just put a lot of that stuff into perspective for me and how to deal with it. And, uh, and she's funny too, so I really like that one. Uh, the Life-Changing Magic of Tidying by Marie Kondo. You would think I would have listened to this one earlier, but I was a little resistant because I'd, gotten, I'd heard secondhand of what her book was about, and as a professional organizer, there's some things that I disagree with, but that was from secondhand information. Once I listened to the book, I, I realized that I have a lot in common with her on how I do things. There's a few things that are different, and I think there's cultural differences, um, and uh, space differences as far as our, our homes and things that we, the amount of stuff that we have. She does like a mass edit of the entire home, basically. And she does things by groups of items, which I do love. And matter, as a matter of fact, I think whatever, I don't forget it, um, listeners. Oh my gosh, I'm having a, I can't remember her name right now. She's lovely. Um, but she does videos. Remember um, one of our listeners on there? She posts videos on Facebook. Oh. I'll have to look her up. Anyway, she, she was doing her own Marie Kondo style of editing and then folding yes. clothes. And that was inspiring, too, as I was listening to it and watching her go through her process. And another gal in our mastermind, uh, Robin, who I adore, she's just been with us from the beginning. And she and I are in a mastermind together. She invited me, too. Uh, we discussed this, and she's been doing things in her house condo style as well. <laughs> so <laughs> I love the life-changing magic of tidying up by Marie Kondo. That's a really good one. 
And then you've mentioned The Power of Habit. I finally got around to yes. uh, yeah. listening to that one. Excellent, excellent book. Because there's just a lot of like science behind it too, which I th- find fascinating. Um, that's that's about it for me right now okay. as far as the books that I've been listening to. Well, so. over on LibriVox, which is uh, books in the public domain, I listen to that um, a lot too for uh, for the classics. I love I read a lot of Stoicism and study Stoic philosophy a lot, and uh, so for in my book the th- or in my opinion the three classics there are um, Letters from a Stoic by Seneca and uh, Meditations uh, from Marcus Aurelius and uh, the Enchiridion. I think it's pronounced Enchiridion by uh, Epictetus. And uh, those are three of the classics. But like the Iliad, Odyssey, you can get those. And since we're moving to East Aurora, which was, um, you know, we've talked about before, the home of the uh, arts and crafts and simplicity movement in America, uh, that's uh, Albert Hubbard is quoted a lot in a lot of simplicity sayings. So I've been reading or listening to some of his books, which are also read on um, LibriVox. So that's another good option. And then podcasts, you know, typically I don't listen to any other Simplicity podcasts. Oh, hang on. We're getting back. Okay. It's Alexandra. Oh, um, that's right. She is just so lovely. I love her posts. And she was doing some videos on the Edit Forget It Facebook page. So um, thank you, Alexandra. I didn't, um, I know I was commenting on your videos and stuff um, as you were posting them on the, on the group page. But uh, that was really nice to watch you do that and as I was going through listening to the book too. So thanks, Alejandro. Awesome. <laughs> so, um, yeah, podcasts, I don't listen to a lot of Simplicity podcasts. Um, I listen to mostly marketing, uh, paleo. Um, I listen to, of course, Joel Zavlowski's. I listen to mm-hmm. uh, the Smart and Simple Matters. But uh, that's really the only other Simplicity one that I listen to. And there's a couple of good, and that's not to say that the other ones aren't, aren't good. It's just that, yeah, I just I try to live simple. I don't, uh, as you've probably noticed, we're not. It's not like we're we don't make a big business out of the simplicity side of what we do. So well, I go I go in phases yeah. with I will. There will be times where I'm just listening to nothing but audiobooks, and I'm not even a big audio person. I'm not a big podcast person. Go figure. Um, but I will go in my spurts on it. But then something will come up. So that's just kind of life. It's just how it is. I think yeah. we all kind of just do that. Uh, but there was one thing I did want to mention was the the Brian Johnson. Um, optimal yes. living okay. and yes. his philosopher notes this uh, it's he's phenomenal i love what he does so brian johnson he's got philosopher notes yes so his site is brianjohnson.me mm-hmm. and so yes he does philosopher's notes which you can find on um uh, he now has a podcast and it's uh, could you look that up is it um, I think it's uh, I think it's just called Philosopher's Notes. But he also, if you just look up Brian Johnson or Philosopher's Notes on YouTube, he does a fantastic job. And I'm a I'm a member of his membership site and have been for about a year. I just can't. It's fantastic value. It's like ten bucks a month. Um, the guy does really really great work. So I think it's called Optimize. Optimize is the podcast. Okay. Yep. Um, and see, I don't really listen to this podcast because I, I download all the audio philosopher's notes. So. so there was a, so Dan said, you know, I think you, you know, you said you're interested in meditation and stuff. So he has a meditation one-on-one class that was through the, the um, I think the, the, the membership, website, site, the membership yeah. site. So I listened to that and it was phenomenal. And then there's this optimal living one-on-one, I think it was what it's called. Yeah. Or something like that. And it was just amazing. It just really puts things in perspective and it's, it's just how to live a really healthy, positive life and how you can influence others and how 
to not be, I mean, there's just, I can't, it's hard to even explain. It's just, you feel so good about the things that he's offering for you to be a, just a better person in the yeah. world and that you have gifts that you can offer and things like that. And Actually, I've taken into it. most of the, most of the um, audiobooks that I've bought recently, I've bought on recommendation after his uh, episode. So it's great stuff. I so basically Philosopher's Notes is that he reads different books and then he does, it's like the cliff note version of it to me. It's like he breaks it down and he really discusses it and goes deep into it, right? Right. But yeah. then he also compares and contrasts with other folks that yeah. are kind of on the same subject. And so it's really a, a, a fantastic executive summary of a book and, and, and other experts in the field and he bounces those ideas back and forth so candidly once you go read you know like i do if i batch listen to episodes some of them them can sound a little bit repetitive but they're all comparing from one another and to me it's when we get back to when we talk about our laws of learning yes of you know love privacy recency and repetition that is a great reinforcement yeah, he's a great teacher yeah yes I, I see him as a teacher i mean it's really he's amazing yeah good stuff yeah. So. All right. Um, apps, I haven't downloaded a lot of apps. If I, if I had one recommendation for an iPhone app, because um, this is all audiobooks, blogs, um, but iPhone app or app in general, I would say my uh, day one app is the one I use. Day one, um, I've really tamed my tools as, as kind of how I say it. You know, I, I use my uh, day one and Evernote and Dropbox. <laughs> it's about it. I'm laughing because the one app that we downloaded, it's called Relax MSP. Oh, yes. <laughs> so so in our last, in our, in our house that we that we just sold in, in June, we had a fan that we would um, have. We like the white noise of uh, just a fan blowing at right? night, when we're, sleeping, at night yeah. when we're sleeping. Well, <laughs> the fan in the, the apartment here, it just rattles, right? It's just not secure no matter how we try to balance it. It's yeah, just it's like oh. a drunk fan. <laughs> and, and the room is a lot smaller, so it's directly over the bed, so it like dries out your eyes. Yeah. So you you wake up with, you know, dry eyes looking at a drunken fan, you know, wobbling all over the place. But so, so, so we this use thing the fake has different, fan app. So this app has different sounds on it and and it's yeah, we and, and even though there's probably there's like several dozen different sounds, we use just the one. Just the fan. <laughs> but we run it at night so we could just go to sleep. Unless you hit something by mistake. And like even today, I laid down for a minute and I was like, Vanessa, you hit church chimes with the fan. <laughs> so here the fan is supposed to be lulling me to sleep and that, you know, I'm I'm getting ready to go to and you get jingle bells get, playing oh too or something gosh. else. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's called Relax MSP. But then there's another one that's called uh, Relax Orient. And there's just a lot of really nice, um, uh, some like meditative type uh, yeah. sounds and things like that. And uh, I bought all three of those as a package, as a bundle. Oh, did you? Yeah, they're all the same company. Okay, so that's what it is. So anyway, it was, I, I really do like it. So even when I'm meditating, it's nice to have that music just kind right. of playing, just laying, and just to relax. They really also have helps. a few in there that are the binaural tones. Yes. Where, so you can, if you're trying to either meditate or or relax or, or concentrate, concentrate even they have the different binaural tones you have to wear headphones with those and yeah. and so which is interesting for me because here's a quirk about me here's that most people wouldn't i'm a big audio guy right but oh, i buy these beautiful headphones aluminum in-ear <laughs> headphones right and then i cut one of them off so i only listen to one i have one in my ear at a time it's a situational awareness thing I don't, when i'm out walking i don't want to be anything nobody's gonna sneak up on me i'm this kid so 
Well, the one app that I have not tried yet, and then Dan swears it'll be awesome if I just tap into it, is Periscope. So I need to. Yeah. He's, he's shaking his head. You're never going to do it, and that's fine. And I'm not saying that'll be awesome. <laughs> and I'm just saying it was a tool because you're, you can't, you're kind of a natural on that. Just get on and wing it. <laughs> Which is what we're doing now, and who knows how it's going. But So it sounds like we've simplified our apps, yeah. but we have been reading and listening to um, a lot of really good books lately. So okay. hope that helps. Hope that gives you guys uh, some ideas out there. We're going to have to kind of skip along. Geez, I hate missing, but we're 45 minutes into this, and I don't want to go over an hour on a, on a wing it show. <laughs> so, okay, New Year's goals and resolutions. As the New Year begins, I tend to think about goals more than resolutions. Is that you? Uh, or is this what no, the that, person that's said? No, uh, that's what uh, somebody put. And, I, and I, we, we agree on that for sure. Um, but, you know, people do mark their year sometime by the new year or any big event. Some people do it for birthdays or yes. whatever. I do my, you know, quarterly reviews, personal reviews. And, um, and that isn't necessarily always based off of, um, you know, a date on a calendar. It's, it's when I need it. But whatever it is, I, th- I say, great, take the time to reflect. See, so I think... Yes, I think it's a it's part of those uh, seasons of the year, right? right? You know, and that's just it's a natural time to reflect, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, but I think it's good to I know that we do get wrapped around the goals part, like yeah. and that that could be sometimes um, very overwhelming and whatnot. But my mastermind, uh, when I joined them last year, they said let's just have intentions to have healthier life, and it was just a lot less stressful. At, at first to do that and they and we're focusing on just one uh like one thing kind of a deal and i think that makes it a little bit easier too um so i think it's good to have new year's resolutions or goals or intentions i think it's a great time to really reflect and um now i i feel pretty bad because i not bad but i don't normally do new year's resolutions Mm -hmm. because when i want to do something i usually we just go for it I don't have to wait till the New Year's. Although this year I'm gonna, I actually am going to get refocused on our health. It's not a terrible. It's just that we've gotten a little bit slack on some things, yeah. which was another question on here. How's your juicing and stuff like that going? Well, we just started picking that back up, but I really wanted to have a good plan on how that's part of our everyday life um, and and just incorporating that. So this year I am going to have the intention of just really focusing on my health right. again. Um, so, yeah. and, and I think, uh, reading a book like, um, Charles Duhigg's power of habit will, yes. will help with that. And, um, and you get to see that, you know, f- our, our future is not designed by the big things we do, the new year's resolutions, the, this, the, that, the, you know, these, these, um, you know, let's go all out for this one goal type of thing. Our future is determined by the little things we do every single day. Yeah. And, so, and that, those are habits mm-hmm. and you can resolve to change a habit or resolve to eliminate a, a negative habit in your life. And I think that's fantastic. And, um, but give yourself little wins. We've talked about that yes. on our show before. Go for the little wins. Yeah. And actually that's a, that's a part of your, your program. It is part too. of the, the course. We talked about that. Yes. Yeah. Power about, of small wins and yeah. it's, um, part of the launch videos and whatnot. Yeah. And I, I really think that is, that is a, big thing and actually Brian Johnson talked about that how he was talking about the power of small wins and how he wanted to do so many different a certain amount of burpees I guess well he started with just doing one then the next day he did two the next day he did three 
And then he just, and it kept building up and building up and building up. And then to where he was able to do, I don't know, over a hundred or something right. like that, something ridiculous. But when you set a goal of like, I want to do a hundred burpees and you try to do it that first day, you are going to be, you know, maybe pretty, you know, I don't know. Yeah, overwhelmed. Be, yeah, overwhelmed. And it could just be a little just yeah. demoralizing in a way. You're like, yeah, oh, I so I would recommend a couple of things. Try not to have too many goals or, uh, in, you know, uh, resolutions or focus on the one or two things that are really, really important to you and then make that your focus, but just build up on it. Right. Build up, build up, build up, build up. And we've but talked be consistent about, and then you'll see change. And Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, the whole, just give it 30 days. See what happens. Yeah. Give it 30 days. You can do it for 30 days and just commit to yourself to stick with it for 30 days and then mm-hmm. see what happens. Yeah. And then be very, very careful about things getting in the way. Because if you miss once, okay, you miss you miss twice. That's really bad. You miss more than twice, you no longer have that as a as a habit. And I've fallen into that with my uh, walking, and we'll mm-hmm. get back to that here in a little bit. And that's really disappointing to me, and I'm sure surprises a lot of people because that was a huge, mm-hmm. and it's still something I want to do. But um, all right, next question is how to stop procrastinating. Let's let's get back to that later. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't, I'm not a big procrastinator. I, um, if it's something that I can knock out, um, very quickly, I do it. Um, but every once in a while I do procrastinate on something and there's usually a reason and I try to figure out what that reason is. Uh, that's what I was going to say. It's getting to the root of why you are procrastinating. It's, is it fear? Is it something, uh, what's really holding you back? Um, I think if you can be aware of what's holding you back or why you're procrastinating, then you'll be able to come up with the right tools. It really comes down to why you're procrastinating. What is the real resistance there? And if you can tackle that, then um, you'll be able to find better resolutions. So. Right. And then I know we had um, one more to kind of wrap up the, that category, and it's simplicity when no one's watching or listening. And I think that is um, really a matter of, well, why are you simplifying? Are you simplifying to appear to other people like you're simplifying or are you really doing it for yourself? And if you're doing it for yourself and no one's watching and you're still doing it, then I think that's great. If uh, you're doing it for somebody else, then it's probably not for the right reasons to begin with anyway. We try to be as candid as we can with our shortfalls on certain things. And I know a big episode was when you talked about Project 333 and dealing with that and me getting rid of some of my, you know, old old gear and, and, and tools and mm-hmm. all that. That's, that's, um, but you don't have to put everything out there either. You know, you can, there are some things that you just have to deal with in your time. And when it's, mm-hmm. when it's time to put it out there and it's, um, and you don't mind it being other people's business, that's fine. I try not to worry about what anybody thinks. I yeah. Know. I think that that might just be because of my age, the you know, <laughs> point, point that I've gotten to in my life. I think the key point that you just said was, you know, are you doing it for you or are you doing it for somebody else? Yeah. You know, and uh, if you're doing it for somebody else, it's usually going to be a little bit of resistance, a little bit of a struggle. Yeah, but even if you're doing things for yourself, that's not always easy. This journey has been, and it will continue to be a journey for, I'm sure, the rest of our life. Right. It's just trying to make things simple. Uh, we said from the very beginning that simple isn't easy. And there's there's ups and downs. There's struggles. Um, yeah. There's things that are easier for Dan than that, than are for me. Um, and there's things that we find out about ourselves along the way, which we'll probably actually talk about here um, shortly <laughs> <laughs> with the the upcoming move and whatnot. So, um, so yeah. All right. So well, let's move on to some update. People want to know what we've been up to 
and uh, and so this is kind of the us section, and hopefully there's some lessons learned. Whether you could, this is your first time listening to the show, and you could care less about Dan and Vanessa Hayes. We're just listening for some simplicity tips, but <laughs> there may um, there may be some good lessons here for you. But if if uh, we've covered enough for you, then go ahead and tune out and go on to a, one of the other <laughs> recommendations that we had. So the first one is expectations versus reality in the transition that you've made. Well, here's a big admission for me. You know, we've talked a lot in the past about small and a tiny home and all that other stuff. And I'm just going to put this out here right we? now. We? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to freely admit right here, right now, that as much as I love the idea and I love the look and I love the efficiency of a tiny home, and I could easily live in one myself, uh, there's no way <laughs> I could live with my family in a tiny house yeah. um, because I'm, I, I just, I have to admit, I don't like when things or people are in my way or if I put something down and then it disappears and, and, and cause I'm cleaning up constantly. Yes. Organized. <laughs> cause we have that, we don't have enough flat surfaces for things. It's such right. a small space. It's so, I mean, I have to go outside to change my mind, you know, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's just, uh, I, there's no way. Yeah. And I I love the thought of it. But not with a not with a little one and not with a teenager and certainly not with these two little dumpster dogs we got now that we <laughs> rescued. Yeah. You know, there's just no way. Honestly, yeah. Vanessa, even just me and you in a tiny house, that would I wouldn't be happy me. So you know what um my friend Robin I was feel, she put things in perspective for me. She's part of my mastermind, and she's a and forget it. We met through this show. Yes, yeah, she's here in San Antonio. She's just wonderful. She um, she's been such a wonderful supporter. But what I was explaining my struggles with, like I I don't you know I think our house is going to have to be a little bit bigger. I just I don't. I'm just really struggling in this apartment, and I'm realizing it's just we don't even have a lot of stuff in this apartment. We have hardly anything in it, but I still feel like I'm suffocating a little bit. And she says, you know what? She's like, I I don't like clutter, but I love open spaces. Yeah. And that's what she's trying to achieve in her home and her life. And it was just like, yeah. Space like, margin, not just time margin. Yeah, yeah. so it, it was like, yeah. I, I want, I, I just feel just a little bit more, I just need a little bit more openness. Yeah. Um, and we don't necessarily have that here. You have to shut doors in order to get around yes. to go to another place, you know, and it's just, it's really kind of um, frustrating. And that is from our perspective of what we've been used to before in the past. I, I yeah. admit, it's not a huge problem, but for us, it's just kind of things that we realize about ourselves and what we've been used, accustomed to. But, right. uh, but yeah, I'm glad you've kind of let everybody know. <laughs> Right. Well, and, and so moving on to updates on the move, it ties in with it, but updates on the move, status of the house build and settling in a new community. Well, we're very much looking forward to settling in the new community and being a part of that community. And uh, there's a lot of things we're going to miss about here, especially family aspects. But um, there's uh, a lot we're looking forward to as well. And we've been working with a builder. We've been doing the design and then they've been, you know, doing a reality check on us and putting it down on paper. We're flying up there to meet with them next month yeah. to, um, you know, kind of get the ball rolling and uh, hopefully have good uh, uh, weather to for them to start in late February, beginning of March. So we're really excited about the move because it's a lot of things in perspective for me as far as when other people go through transitions like this, whether it's a 
you know, a, a move or a, a career change, retiring. It's a it's a tough spot to be. Yeah, it's a tough spot to be because like right now, I feel like I I can't move forward with you know hands on clients that much because I, you know, it's not doing them justice. But yet I don't know that I can move forward with with business there in um, in East Aurora um, until I get there. You know get on the ground so it's just there's a lot of things that we just feel like there's decisions that are being put on hold or this and that or just or, or we're trying to figure things out but we don't know until we get there so transition time is a very tough time but it's made me appreciate it even more especially when people are struggling with their own transitions in life so I have a lot uh, I guess a, a different perspective on that especially when dealing with clients that are going through transitions and stuff it's just think it's helpful for me but as far as the move we are so excited about it there's we've we've subscribed to or we follow a bunch of different facebook pages um for different companies and buffalo in buffalo and in our little town and follow some businesses and it's just kind of neat to hear what they're doing because that's really a big part of what we want to do when we're there is really to help support the local community a matter of fact last night they had their annual carolcade, right? Right, singing Christmas carols. So they closed down the main street of the village. There's thousands of people in the in there singing Christmas carols, and it just looks awesome. It's like from a movie. Yeah, so, so. and they finally got snow there. Yeah. <laughs> it's been interesting. So, um, it, yeah, like Dan said, we've got uh, plans in the works right now. Um, January, we're really going to get the ball rolling yeah. on, on, the, on that. And we'll probably talk a little bit more about that. And so a part of the transition, too, is... Um, I was, uh, there was an opportunity and I got a phone call and somebody said, Hey, do you want to come back to work for a few months, uh, working on, you know, a project for a few months. And I said, well, I can only do it for a few months and, and then, you know, we'll be moving. And so I did go back to work and it's kind of like back to an office and, <laughs> and it is really, th- it's with great folks and it's doing, you know, good mission, all that stuff, uh, interesting stuff. But, uh, it's really thrown my lifestyle way out of whack, and um, but it's one of those things where you know you feel like, well, I gotta suck it up, I gotta uh, you know make a little bit of extra money to put towards the house, and mm-hmm. so you know it's a, a little bit out now to to make the future a little bit better, which sounds like it goes contrary to everything that we that we were working for. But see, I disagree with that. I, know, I told you I disagree I with that. I think that there's we've we've admitted there's times where you just suck it up. You you know not just suck it up, but you just you know, work hard, whatever, because we have those bigger goals at the yep. end that we're very clear on the whole life plan yeah. with this is, you know, the lifestyle that we want to live. We want the freedom to do certain things, the freedom from certain things. And, and together as a team, we are trying to do that. And yeah. so uh, the tough part about that is that it ha- you haven't been able to do your walks like you've been wanting to do that you've were doing. And so there's, yeah. there's been some side effects of that, but we're we're figuring out some workarounds on it now. Yeah. So, but anyway, I'm sorry. I just had to had to interject. I just uh, disagree. I think. Thank you so much. <laughs> but it's because we have that bigger. We we know what that end state is. What we want. Oh yeah. And this is going to help us get there and feel and live freer and not have to yeah. be compelled to have to work for somebody else again. And you know, there wasn't only the money that I uh, I did. It was um, working with some folks that uh, I worked with in the past yeah. and it's kind of a last hurrah because there's there's no functions of that really to any extent where we're going to so it's kind of like my last time around that's right some of the like-minded folks and and um, so that was that's what makes it um, that's what makes it worth doing yeah 
So, uh, but anyway, it, uh, it has thrown me way off. So I completely understand when people can't fit new things into their busy lifestyle because I'm going through that same boat now. I think it's just a lesson in prioritizing things, having you know that vision of the end state, and yeah, there's there's a lot to be to, uh, takeaways from it. But yeah. um, anyway. All right, so how is Sunshine and, and your son and your lovable ex-wife dealing with y'all leaving? Well, you know what? Everybody has been has been very, very supportive. Yeah. Um, We've actually been spending a lot of time with um, uh, Dan's ex and with the son. We've, just, we've actually spent probably a lot more time together because we, do. Uh, we know our time is limited right now. So. And, and she's the one who rescued the two dogs we got, and That's so right. uh, we kind of inherited those from her. Yeah, these which, two dogs were found in a trash bag in a, like in a parking garage, and... Uh, she brought him home, and she was going to give him away. And then Dan and I just had a discussion, and I persuaded him, <laughs> basically, to adopt them. It was not, I admit, see, this is how things happen in your life that you don't expect. Yeah. But um, if you are, if everything else is running fairly smoothly in your life, <laughs> you can bring something else in. It has not simplified our life, but it has brought, these two girls have brought so much joy, and they are amazing. I had no idea that an animal could bring so much joy to our lives. I had no idea. And anyway, Dan, what are, you, are you rolling your lights no, over there at me? What? Look at all the joy I brought to your life, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but they are wonderful, and they, I've, been, I've been focusing a lot of time trying to train them, and, and they're doing so great. And we, they went on our first, uh, their first camping trip with us just this past weekend. We just got home today. We went yeah. to uh, Blanco, State, uh, Blanco River State Park. Right. Yeah. Just for a quick... Uh, Just weekend, quick weekend getaway. Yeah. That kind of ties in with the next question of how's the teardrop camper, <sighs> favorite trips of this year, planned trips for next year. Um, but we still absolutely love it. We get out when we can. It's been way too long. Yeah. Um, and uh, really, we don't have a lot of big trips planned between now and the big move, but then we will be officially homeless as about <laughs> the middle of June, so we'll be living out of the teardrop for a couple of months till the house is done. Yeah, we mostly camp here in the um, Texas Hill Country, except for when we've camped, uh, driven up to New York, but this last trip was very much, we got there, Yeah, we just parked the camper and um, at relative's house, and then we came back. So there weren't any real like, great spots, you know, because we were just with family, um, but uh, Pedernales Falls State Park was absolutely gorgeous, and I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, we go there before we leave Texas. I want to make one more trip there. So. Oh yeah. So yeah. Anyway. So okay. So wow, we're over an hour already. So, <laughs> uh, what are your new business ventures? Challenges for moving Vanessa's organizing business? When you're getting your nationally syndicated talk show on HGTV, or or, or Oprah should be calling you. Wow, that'd now, be nice. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> While well, I don't, oh, I don't see either of those happening. Um, you know, if you know somebody, pass our names around. Yeah. You know, it will be good. But uh, <laughs> so business ventures. Um, uh, really just concentrating on yours is really doing your product too. That's the big thing is in the transition time is taking that your simple organizing system as a downloadable product and um, that helping in the transition between establishing your business between here and, and there. Right. That's and the then uh, depending on how that goes, we'll probably branch off into different uh, other courses and products. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, the simpler, the better, yeah. the simpler, the better, I think. So yeah. as far as challenges for moving, um, I think the the biggest challenge is not being there every day for the the build of the um, the home, at least not for the first three months. And I think when we move, we move we leave here in June. Um, the house won't be ready until September probably. 
Yeah. So we'll basically be living out of the camper for a couple months. But honestly, we love that. We love so that. It's fine. I don't think that's really going to be the too much of a challenge. I think maybe just moving stuff and then finding a good you know storage place and but that's it. Yeah. I mean, moving is just so it's it's never fun no matter how many times you've done it. But we've done it so many times that it's. I, honestly, I'm not really even that worried about it, <laughs> about yeah. the, the move. I think it's more of the business stuff. Even that will be fine. It'll be fine, yep. So, and <laughs> so I think Thanks we for are, asking. I just got to say thanks for yeah. asking. <laughs> and we, you know, when I put this out, hey, we're thinking about doing an episode. I figure, well, we'll get a couple of questions. We'll answer and we'll be, we'll be done. And, <laughs> and, uh, but, wow, it's been um, a lot of questions, and probably our answers are too long for you. But anyway, <laughs> that's what we got. And uh, so last one really is any changes or updates to your exercise routines or smoothie juice making? And I think we kind of answered that. We're, we have uh, taken a couple of steps back in some, a few areas of our life. We want to focus on those, though, uh, more and more through the holidays and especially as I transition back out of um, the, the temporary job that I took. And uh, so we really we know how important those are to us, yeah. and we really need to get back online. Well, my exercise routine changed because now I have two puppies to run with. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But it's also, actually, it's been wonderful because they get me outside. I drop sunshine off at school. We go for a run yeah. in the beautiful, you know, um, parks around here and uh so it's actually been been good but as far as the juicing and stuff i'm looking forward to getting back into that a little bit healthier eating so that's right okay so we answered your questions um but how about you answer one for us what are your plans for the new year and how do you plan on incorporating more simplicity into your life we'd love to know leave us a comment at simplelifetogether.com slash 077 on the simple life together facebook page or where you find us most on the edit forget it facebook page Remember, you can find all our contact info at simplelifetogether.com forward slash Vanessa or simplelifetogether.com forward slash Dan. So that's it for episode 77 of Simple Life Together. It's so great to catch up with you, and we wish you and those you love a very happy, healthy, and simple holiday season. And we wish you all the blessings the new year brings. We know you love to share stuff that others will enjoy, plus... Let's face it, it makes you look smart. So share simplelifetogether.com with a friend. They're sure to enjoy it. And when they think of you, they'll be like, that is one smart cookie. (laughs) (laughs) And we'd love to read your comment from iTunes on our next episode. Take a minute to leave a rating and a review. If you're not sure how, just go to simplelifetogether.com forward slash iTunes and there's a quick how-to. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your Simple Life Together. Together.